At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. that could make a wolverine purr on vsin the sports betting network this is the greg peterson experience on vsin the sports betting network and ladies and gentlemen it is christmas in march because the bracket is out and well we've got three hours of great chatter coming at you as nothing but rugby at nah i'm kidding of course we're talking about the ncaa tournament i'll take this 15 or so seconds to say that do not neglect the smaller tournaments as well. The NIT, the CBI, those will provide some great betting opportunities as well. But we've got the 68 team field ready to go in the final hour of the show. Just going to be a total clear out. We're going no guess. We're going none of that. I'm just giving you guys my bracket. So get your paper bag book covers, get your notepads, get everything all ready to go for that. Along the way, we're going to be talking to some great guests, getting a little bit of a behind-the-book feel as everything that happened on Selection Sunday, how the action has been going, and got to get the insights of one of our own from VEASAN as well. As in our number one, we're going to be talking to Dave Tooley in about 15 minutes. He does amazing work here at VEASAN, being able to track every single bettable market on the face of planet Earth, get a little bit of the reaction and some of the line moves that we've seen from Selection Sunday, and Something I've got to bring up with them. What he's been noticing with all the overs in college basketball and the fact that in conference tournament week last week, we saw a little bit more of a shift to the under. Is this a sign of things that come? We're going to be talking about that with Mr. Tooley in about 15 minutes. You're able to follow on Twitter at View from Vegas. In 30 minutes, we go behind the book. Dwayne Colucci, one of the most friendly men there you're able to find in lovely Las Vegas. He's going to be joining me. 
South Point is one of the first books in Las Vegas that puts out their numbers with regards to the NCAA tournament as they are pretty much joined up with the Rampart. They're pretty much affiliated with one another with Gone Gaming. So we're going to talk to Dwayne about how everything came about, how they came up with all their numbers, because you oftentimes see very, very immediate line moves when it comes to the NCAA tournament. So we're going to gauge how everything went with that, how how they've been taking the action, what action have they been taking, and so much more. I also need to ask him about something that has become ever so popular in Las Vegas with the NCAA tournament in recent years, the first of 15 races, which those are always a lot of fun, and you're not going to find a lot of people taking like the minus $4 favorite with regards to a lot of these first of 15, so we're going to be addressing that in our number one. Our number two, Tim Murray. He does amazing work here at VSIN. You've seen him all day long. With our college basketball coverage, he's going to be joining me. We're going to get a few of his best bets. We're going to get his thoughts on the bracket. We're going to be trying to dive into a few matchups that he thinks are very interesting. Perhaps a few games to wait on as well because you don't need to bet all of these right away. There's going to be some line movement and there are some question marks going into the NCAA tournament as well. The health of Marcus Sasser, the health of Bill Self, UCLA, all their injuries, some... Um, we're going to have a nice wide-ranging chat with Tim Murray in our number two. And then our number three, just my bracket. We're going to be running through it, and we're going to be having a great time as it is the best time of year, in my opinion. It is March. It is madness. It has all began, and I do think that the committee got it right. Before we dive into anything, I know that this is always the time where everyone's like, oh, We've got to try to get in T-Mex that had an RPI of 52 and everything like that. I thought they did a relatively good job. Would I have liked to have seen a little bit of a different matchup in Memphis versus Florida Atlantic because those are two teams that they've got some sizzle and I think that's a little bit unfair that they got pitted up against each other. Yes, but when it comes down to it, you're not going to get every single matchup 100%. And keep in mind, this is a TV show. The folks over there that designed the bracket know that as well. And we're going to get some high-quality theater. So I thought overall the bracket, thumbs up there. But what I think is really important is that this time of year, a lot of you guys, you're going to be doing a wide variety of things. You're going to be placing bets on a lot of these games. You're going to be filling out brackets. And what I think is a really important concept to hit upon in this segment is just separating your bracket and your bets. Because I do think that these are two very different disciplines and you want to be checking your house rules on a little bit of everything with regards to the bracket challenges. Because when it comes to a bracket challenge, those of you guys that play like ESPN, you know that it's pretty standard. You get like 10 points correct for every first round matchup that you pick correctly. Next round, it goes to 20 points, 40 points, 80, 160, and you really get rewarded for hitting your national champion. And it's worth... 320 points whereas in the first round that was worth just 10 so you've got that sort of a format you've also got the format of awarding double points for being able to pick correct an underdog there are very very many different types of them like I was in one in high school which I thought that this was really awesome if you pick correct a one seed in the first round you got one point if you pick correct a 12 seed you got 12 and it doubled every single time so Let's say that you took a 12 seed to the Sweet 16. You got the 12 the first for the first hit. And then the next round, 
That went to 24. If they were to advance another round, you double it again to 48. I always cleaned up on that one because I was always going to fill that one out a little bit differently because I knew, all right, this is one that is going to very much reward taking a lot of chances. This is one where you want to be taking those upsets that you might not be taking otherwise. And I do think that that's important because I know that Mike Greenberg, he always has his whole sheet of integrity. And I do agree with that, except you have one sheet for every scoring format. So you have like your underdog bracket, like I was laying out versus like an ESPN bracket. You have one for each. What you don't do is you don't be my mother. Don't be my mom who fills out 75 brackets and be like, oh, son, I had St. Peter's on bracket 47. You get no points for that. I'm sorry. You get nothing for picking like 57 brackets and being like, oh, I just randomly tripped and fell into one. Congratulations, blind squirrel on finding a nut. Do not do that, please. Nobody's going to give you any props for that. And Typically, when it comes to buying into bracket pools as well, you can't buy in with 47 brackets. Typically, they cap you out at five. If you want to be honest here, it should probably be capped at one per scoring format to each their own, though. But don't be that person that brags about bracket 57. Nobody wants to be putting up with that. But I do think that it is very important to know your format and to just really do a good job of separating that and being able to find a middle ground with regards to it as well, because there are going to be some of these underdogs that you like and you take in your bracket. That doesn't mean that you need to take them outright on the money line as well. Like I've got my handicap spreadsheet that is up at vsin.com and you're able to find that on my Twitter feed at gunit underscore D1. I've got my handicap for every single one of these games, what I set my personal total at, what I set my personal line at. You're going to notice on the show that there are a couple teams that I have as a slight underdog that I am going to be advancing in my bracket. Here's a little bit of a spoiler. I've got a 14 seed. I've got a 13 seed. I've got a 12 seed. So you are not going to be getting Captain. You're not going to be getting Count Chocula on this show. So have no fear there. As a matter of fact, I only have one one seed going to the final four. So that is what you're going to be in store for tonight. I am very much someone that does think that we are going to be seeing quite a bit of carnage, and it is a case where I felt like the matchups were so important this year as well. I can tell you, the team that I picked to be able to win the national championship, they at no point this year have by my number one power-ranked team. They're a team that I thought really got the benefit of the draw, and I think that this is so important. You've got to take every one of these games with its own living, breathing entity and really dive in matchup by matchup. Now, there are some things that are rather unforeseen, and when it comes to putting a team as your national champion, if you do see an injury pop up, you don't need to stick with that team when it comes to round-by-round round betting as well. Those of you guys that took Auburn a few years ago against against Virginia, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That Chumo KK injury really changed the fortunes of Auburn, and that is a big reason why I do advise if you're going to be doing some futures this college basketball season as well to try to take a look at a money line rollover. It's something that I talk about quite a bit because not only for one are you going to most likely get a little bit of a better payout. Sometimes this does not turn out to be the case if you get like UNC going up against St. Peter's like we saw last year. Well, that's going to kill it a little bit because you're 
pretty much banking on when you do a money line rollover that you're going to get a little bit of a chalkier, a chalkier draw. You're really hoping that they're going up against the best of the best. So that way those money lines are as big of a plus number as possible. Or if you're having delay juice, you're laying as little as possible. But what you always get with a money line rollover as well is protection. And that is very big this time of year because if, say, your top player from insert your team here, we'll throw out their Kentucky just as an example. They are not my national champion, but we're throwing out Kentucky just for this. If Oscar Sheboy makes it to the Sweet 16, celebrates by going on a roller coaster, to use the dodgeball term, breaks every bone in his body, you probably don't want Kentucky anymore. And when you take a money line rollover, you have that protection of being like, okay, we made it to the Sweet 16. Our, our guy, Oscar Sheboy, he's now on the fold. And hopefully Oscar is not listening to this. We do not wish him any bad will. We hope for all the best of health to him. But if that were to happen, that's one where it's like, okay, I can stop. I can walk away from the table with my winnings. And I can be very happy about it. So I do think that that's going to be very important. And we're going to be seeing a lot of this in this NCAA tournament as well veteran leadership i do think that it is very important it's very important in the backcourt and that's been one of the benefits of this covid year as well because we are seeing more fourth fifth year guys in the ncaa tournament than ever before so that is something that i am going to be looking for and a man that does a great job of looking at darn near every betting market on the face of planet earth dave tooley he joins me next to talk about what we're seeing in college basketball and get you set for the ncaa tournament right here on the great peterson experience on Beeson, the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get everything that you need to bet the madness for just $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against a spread, our team has you to get ready to bet every single game in every single round of the tournament. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every single tournament game for VEASAN experts like Brett Musburger and myself, Greg Eves-Peterson. Sign up today to get all the betting guides plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament for just $19. You're able to get that at VSIN.com slash subscribe as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and I did send over my full bracket for that as well. So you're going to get the audio version of that if you're looking to get that a little bit more in your fingertips. You want to sign up for VEASAN Pro so that way you're able to get it in a little bit more of a convenient format and a man that is very convenient for all sports bettors with all the knowledge that he shares on his Twitter feed at View from Vegas. That'd be Dave Tooley. He gauges darn near every single betting market on the face of planet Earth, does an amazing job with it. And I know that he's got some thoughts with college basketball and so much more. And Dave, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Oh, definitely, yeah. Especially when uh, yeah, there's so much going on. Hey, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still behind on uh, recapping the rest of what uh, what's all happened today because I've been you know diving into these opening lines for March Madness and and the future book odds. I, I posted a story on uh, vcin.com. It's a free story, uh, just on the you know, just the future book odds. You know, even though Alabama is the n- number one overall seed by the selection committee, Houston's still the betting favorite. At around five to one, I've I've seen lower also at other books. Uh, you know, despite you know they lost the AAC championship game to Memphis, but they were without star Marcus Sasser, who was expected to be back for the tourney. So uh, Houston is the favorite. Then I also go over some of the uh, of the games where you know lower seeds are favored and a rundown of how the number one seeds uh, is the lines um, in the games are you know much lower than they used to be because of just overall parity. And plus, you know, all the upsets that we've seen over the years in March Madness, the odds makers uh, have definitely uh, shaded the numbers lower over the years. No doubt about it. You used to be able to get a lot of double-figure numbers on these, like, 13, 14, 15 seeds. You get much less of that value in this day and age. And I do think part of it is it just feels like things are a little bit more balanced this year in college basketball as well. We talk about it with there really being, oh, not really that top team. And I think we both agree. I mean, even though Houston is a betting favorite, it's not like we had the situation we had two years ago where Gonzaga was very clear number one. 
Baylor was a clear number two. And then it was just everyone else just trying to fight for third place. It feels like this year, it's about as tight as it's ever been really at the top and just throughout the entirety of the field. And I think a lot of that is due to the fact that we really had no bid thieves as well. Yeah, that's very, that's a good point as well. Um, but yeah, the, uh, just, you know, the overall parody. And again, I mean, you know, we could do a whole show on that, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, with, with, you know, the transfer portal or, you know, again, players being one and done. I mean, it's, it's, it's just across the whole college basketball. It's uh, the leveling of the playing field. And we saw that all during the regular season where a lot of the ranked teams had a hard time covering spreads because the, uh, yeah, the, the dogs just aren't that far away from the favorites in a lot of these cases. So yeah, you definitely got to be selective. Again, I'm an underdog better, but uh, even more so now, yeah, you got to be more selective uh, trying trying to find the live dogs. And I do know that you've got a few underdog picks that you're going to be sharing here in a minute. But before we do that, something that I did want to talk to you about is totals because all year long, we've been seeing a bunch of overs in college basketball. As a matter of fact, Overall for the season, right around 52% of games have been going over the total. You might be getting like 51.9, 52.1, depending upon the book that you use, how you gauge closing lines, what have you. But you're staring right in that 52% range for the year. But we did see a little bit of reversal of this in conference tournament play. As right around 55% of games last week did go under the total. Do you feel like this is a sign of things to come? Because I am very much an under-better when it comes to this time of year. And... Personally, I think what we saw this past week is a sign of things that come in the NCAA tournament. No, I agree. And again, this this kind of applies across all sports. You know, when you get to the postseason, you know, again, you know, defense, uh, you know, usually shows up, and a lot of the coaches will be playing tighter to the vest with so much more on the line. So it, it can definitely help, uh, you know, keep low low scoring games, keep them close closer. And so I, I think that could definitely be the case here, especially because, as, as we all know, also, you know, the, the general betting public loves to bet favorites and loves to bet overs. So the odds makers yeah, can't shade the numbers too low <laughs> because otherwise they'll just get you know, pounded by the public coming in and all the favorites. So, so again, there's probably going to be, you know, yeah, the value on unders. But, again, I, I think you do got to be selective also. Yep, I do agree with you there. And, this is an underdog that we both are going to be on. I know that you just took the points in this ordeal. Personally, I like this one on the money line. So even if we see a little bit of a line move, this is one that I certainly advise. Utah State versus Missouri. I know that you got this at two and a half. Most places I'm seeing are currently at a two. What did you make out of this Utah State versus Missouri game? Because you got a pair of teams that, well, they are lesser defensive teams in the field. But with Missouri... I really like how deep this team is able to go. Meanwhile, Utah State, after their starting five, you don't necessarily have as much depth as you do with Missouri. Right. I think yeah, I think Missouri is, is the better team. Um, I haven't looked at too many of the power rankings and all that, but just, you know, going, again, going off of what I've seen. Now, and I know, you know, Utah State is, uh, you know, a sexy pick. And, you know, they're a number 10 seed that the oddsmakers have made favorite over a seven seed. But uh, again, I, I just don't think that's that, that's warranted in, in this case. Um, again, I, you know, I'm not predicting Missouri, you know, blowout, but again, I just think there's you know, betting value on them, you know, plus a bucket or so. Yep, absolutely. They just need to win the game, and you win your bet. Heck, you can get it to land on one as well, a plus two. But 
If you're taking this one, you're probably thinking that Missouri's going to be able to win the game outright, but sure. this is one where you can have a little bit more, you can have a little bit more wiggle room with because this line more around about a five. I'm seeing some four and a halfs. I'm seeing some five and a halfs, mostly five though, in College of Charleston and San Diego State, which I think is a fascinating game. You've got a Charleston team in which the hole is greater than some of its parts. A San Diego State team that struggled a little bit with their defense towards the beginning of the season has gotten back to their roots, playing slower, playing better on defense. What do you make out of this matchup, and what did you end up taking? Yeah, the College of Charleston plus five. Um, I, I think I saw DraftKings actually open at like six and a half. <laughs> Sending yeah. him on a six and a half. Um, again, I, I didn't look at all the. That lasted two minutes. <laughs> Right, but it, but it's it, it's definitely like you said. There's there's some four and a halfs out there now, but there, there's still plenty of five, fives out there as we're talking live. Um, might be gone by the time people are listening on the archive <laughs> version. But again, I I think the time to grab it is the is the five is now. Uh, this is the twelve versus a five, which you know everybody knows. That, you know, there's usually a twelve beating a five every year, and so a lot of people love using these in in their brackets. So I think this is going to be a you know, very popular dog. So I think, yeah, I think the line's only going to continue to go down. And how much emphasis do you put on some of these big line moves? Because you just pointed it out at DraftKings. This was a number that it was six and a half. It was six and a half for about two minutes before it got bet down. And we noticed this throughout the NCAA tournament. Like I'm going to be talking to Wayne Clucci in a few minutes. As we know, the South Point, they put out their early numbers. And they, they know full well they're going to be moving a lot of these games by multiple points within minutes of them posting up these numbers. What do you make out of a lot of these line moves? Um, I think you can generally assume that the earliest moves are sharp moves. Again, just you know, correcting, correcting the market, putting in more in line uh, with, with what more betters are going to be feeling. If, you know, if they find, you know, what they think are rogue numbers that are, you know, off by a point or, or so. So I, I think, I think you can look at that early line moves. And again, in this case, I guess I am following the steam, um, yeah, I, I don't always do that. I mean, especially if it's a favorite getting steamed up higher, I'll, you know, definitely wait to get the most points possible with an underdog. I like, but, uh, again, I, I think, uh, yeah, like I said, you, you can, you can trust the steam, but you know, at some point, you know, you don't want to follow with, uh, you know, if, if you lose too much value. Yeah, but absolutely. It's not one of those cases where it's like, Oh, team X opens up a 10 point favorite. They're now up to a 13 Still good with the three-point line move. You want to be doing your investigation. And, I mean, sometimes you can have a line move by multiple points and you still find quite a bit of value, especially if there is some information that comes out because, I mean, we've mentioned some of them. The fact that Bill Self is dealing with his health issues, Marcus Sasser, his injury with Houston. If you see good slash bad moves, that is going to be requiring a little bit of a line move. And after the fact, getting more information and knowing full well that, Player X, Coach X is going to be in slash out. I do think that that is very important, but not out about it. You don't want to be taking the absolute worst of the number either. And Dave, you're one of the best, my friend. You do a great job covering a little bit of everything in the sports betting landscape, taking a look at all the trends and so much more. Always appreciate the time. Oh, thanks, Vlad. Yeah, good luck, everybody, with your brackets and your bets. And uh, let's do this again next Sunday night <laughs> and recap the, the big opening weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Dave Tooley does amazing work, and we go from Dave Tooley to the Rampart. We're going to be joined by Dwayne Colucci next, right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Go behind the counter.
You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is presented by the one and only Zen Nickney Pouch has helped millions achieve lasting success and lasting change. Zen Nicotine Pouches. What makes Zen so special? Well, it's made with just six simple ingredients and offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction. It's available in 10 flavored and unflavored varieties and two strengths. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch that has a risk-free trial and a robust rewards program. So if you've been trying to make a change and have not been able to do so, or if you're just getting started, Zen has got something to make change feel a little bit easier. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make change, you know that there's lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or find a store that is nearest you at Zen.com. That is ZYN.com slash find and you're able to do so. And a warning that this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on, Z- on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. And great to be joined by this man as Dwayne Colucci does absolutely amazing work as the Sportsbook Director over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. And Dwayne, I'm sure that you had a busy day, but I always appreciate the time. Thank you. I uh, always jo- uh, enjoy joining you, Greg. It's always a pleasure. And uh, what a weekend, I'll be honest with you. We had people coming from all over the country. My man Jimmy Ott was in town from Baton Rouge. I know he was over there at Circa, you know, just making the rounds. And we had a, a great crowd, I'll tell you. And uh, it, it always, when you have the conference tournaments, there's a lot of action and definitely handle. We love it. Oh, absolutely. And I know that you guys over there at the South Point, you create your own numbers. You guys don't wait for other books to post up openers. You guys, you swing for the fences. All the guys over there at the South Point, Chris Andrews, I know that in the past you guys have had Richie Bachelary. You got you're able to go down the list of legends that just work to be able to create these numbers. How did everything go with that? And did you see a lot of immediate line movement after these numbers were posted? Because I know that every year it seems like you guys post up a number, and then within five minutes, there's like one or two lines that move by like three points. Yeah, definitely, Greg. And, you know, just a credit to Chris and the team over there, Chris, Vinny, Jimmy. You know, we're taking 10 across the counter on these opening numbers, and we're creating our own lines at the South Point and the Rampart. So, yeah, you're definitely going to see some awesome off-the-hook handle because the Sharps are going to jump where they feel that we could make a mistake or possibly a little slip-up. You know, case in point, like you said, this Lafayette line against Tennessee has already moved three points. We opened Tennessee at the Rampart and South Point 13. We're now sitting at 10, as most shops around town are, you know, and we did see initial reaction even against the uh, Houston, uh, you know, the number one team, in my opinion, minus 21. Now we have that game down to 19 and a half at the Rampart and South Point. And uh, yeah, definitely you're going to see these initial reactions when we put up our own line, but this is according to Chris and his team's power rankings, and we have full support. We do a lot of homework and a lot of bookmaking work. That's why Chris is a legend, you know, an old school bookmaker where brick and mortar are two properties. We have the two properties in Mesquite, but you know, we merit a lot of action just because we put these lines up first and we're willing to take the hit. 
And you know, Greg, uh, you know, it's just part of being a bookmaker in Las Vegas that you got to be willing to once in a while be lopsided on a game. And especially in this field of, uh, you know, 64, when all is said done 68 now with the playing games. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to see a lot of action and a lot of line movement. Absolutely. And how have you gauged it in the past with some of these line moves? Because no doubt about it, you're going to be taking some action. Like, for example, Texas opened up a 15-point favorite against Colgate. That got steamed down to 13.5 right away. I know that you guys opened up like the Grand Canyon versus Gonzaga line, with Gonzaga being a 17-point favorite. That got down to 14.5. You guys got some buyback to 15. How does it typically go with this? Because as we know, the Super Bowl showed us this very well. Not all line movement is correct line movement because you guys and so many others opened up the Chiefs as a favorite. It flipped to the Eagles being the favorite. And guess who won? The Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, definitely as bookmakers, we feel confident in the lines we put up. And, you know, like you said, you saw the buyback on the Gonzaga game. 17, we're at 15. A lot of shops have 16. So that's a game where you're playing against a very well-known team in the Zags. And uh, it's surprising that you're going to see that much action on a college like Grand Canyon. But the Sharps just feel that we made it a little too high. So they're going to grab the points. That's fine. You know, uh, same thing with Xavier. That's another game that I'm looking at that we're seeing a a two-and-a-half-point line movement from our opener at 14. The whole key, Greg, is that you don't want to get middled in a lot of these games. But, uh, you know, most of these tournament games, in my opinion, they're either really, really close and nail biters with the dogs having a possibility to win on the money line. Or you have it the other way around where you have some blowouts where teams just take control and, uh, you know, swing their momentum and, uh, you know, impose their will. So we feel confident with the lines we put up. It doesn't always work out the way of the consumer. doesn't always work out the way of the bookmaker, Greg. That's what makes this tournament so much fun. And putting up the lines first is definitely a great marketing tool that we have at the Rampart in South Point. Absolutely. And I know that there's a good friend of ours, Dave Sherapan, where he says, nobody knows. And then you've got a swear word in there. So I will use the word stuff about any of this. And uh, sometimes that can be very, very true. You can... Do all the research that you want. You could be the best bookmaker in the world. You could be the best handicapper in the world. And sometimes you just throw everything out the window when you've got human beings playing these games. But also, we know this in Las Vegas, the first week of the NCAA tournament this week, it is one of the most rambunctious ones that you're going to be seeing in sports books. It is going to be packed to the gills. There's going to be so many people sweating out bets. But how much of this now is actually starting with conference tournament week? Because... I think that this was probably one of your best handle weeks you guys have had in quite some time and better than you guys have seen in most conference tournament weeks as well. Yeah, definitely. And it doesn't hurt that you have so many conference tournaments here in Las Vegas. So you have the people that are staying in our fabulous Marriott Hotel, Greg, and then they make a bet and they go down to T-Mobile. They go down to the Orleans. You know, they're definitely enjoying the games in person. So it never hurts that you have now Las Vegas as a major city on the map for college hoops and uh, sports in general. It's just fabulous. So, yeah, it definitely started this week. And it was great because you had a lot of close, uh, you know, uh, conferences that were up for grabs 
a lot of bubble teams. You had a very competitive Big East. You had a very competitive Pac-12. Everybody wanted to see that UCLA-Zona matchup. Everybody wanted to see Gonzaga and St. Mary's. So, you know, you have such a great feel, and I know you get real excited at this time of the year, and we do as bookmakers because it's spread across multiple weekends and multiple days. So you do have great handle. And yes, college basketball is starting to regain that fabulous momentum that it did prior to the pandemic when it was just unbelievable and off the hook. So we're looking for big things that in this tournament, definitely a futures market is out there. And also these game by game bets, it's going to be great. So we're really enjoying ourselves here in Las Vegas and especially at the Rampart and South Point, Greg. And for those that were watching the Big West final as well, if you saw a yellow blob cheering for every UC Santa Barbara bucket and just points <laughs> in general, that was me. So that was awesome. absolutely terrific. The Dollar Loan Center out there in Henderson, a very good venue to be able to watch a game. But Dwayne, just one more question for you in terms of the futures market, because no doubt about it, the futures, they do change once you get the bracket. Have you seen any teams in particular get a lot of action or has it been much like this college basketball season where it's been relatively evenly dispersed and there isn't that one clear team that the public has been really coming in on and hammering in the futures market? Yeah, you know, it's been consistent. Like you said, Greg, you know, you have a lot of people that are back in Kansas. You have a lot of people that are back in Houston. UCLA naturally is definitely going to be very popular in the futures market as they have been the whole year. But like you said, you know, it's spread across. You have an even platform with the Big East, some Marquette attraction, even some Creighton attraction at times, uh, you know, prior to the Big East tournament. So, you know, we did have a spread and it goes across the board. Gonzaga is always a play and when you did have the two prong monsters of Arizona and UCLA I keep hitting upon in the Pac-12 just because of the close proximity Greg you get a lot of action and definitely those were two of the major teams that we saw in the futures market and like I said Alabama I've been pushing them all year I really think they're a monstrous team Duke started to pick up momentum late in the futures market as well because of that fabulous fabulous winning streak uh, you know there were a lot of reachers and there were teams that, uh, you know, did get disappointed. You did have some people that were backing Rutgers early on. And like I said, Creighton and, uh, you know, these teams just aren't there. So, you know, you do garner that and lock that money up on the teams that didn't make it. So, you know, it's always good, the futures market. We play it very concise at the Rampart and South Point. We enjoy it and we love it. And I enjoy you joining the show every week, Dwayne. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Greg, and enjoy the tournament and pick me some winners, please. <laughs> I will do so. We'll dive into some of those first-round matchups I find interesting next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. 
but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be as you can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing in our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house and if the numbers on your square match up with the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligibility bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network, and it was great to have on the last few guests that did join me. As Wayne Colucci does a great job at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook as their sportsbook director. Really admire what the South Point does every single year. They are pretty much the first book out in Las Vegas that posts up the numbers on these games, and they do a very good job of just taking a bunch of action, being fair about it, so that was tremendous. I remember a few years ago on Beeson, by the way, the man that owns the building that I'm sitting in right now, Derek Stevens, he was just in the South Point Casino with just a big giant stack of cash in the middle, and he was just putting $10,000 down on every single side that he liked right at open. That was awesome. So they do a great job there. And then a man that covers it all, Dave Tooley, he does tremendous work here at the network. It was great to be able to get his thoughts. And it, before we hit my bracket, which that's going to be coming up in hour number three. So about an hour and 15 minutes for one, we're going to be joined by the wonderful Tim Murray in hour number two. He does incredible work here at the network. We've been seeing him all day long, but I'm going to give you guys a little bit of taste. And 
just give you guys a betting perspective on just some of the games that really do stand out to me. These are some of the ones I've fired in on, and I might be throwing in there a game or two that I do think it might be a little bit better to wait because there are some concerns with a few of these teams going into the NCAA tournament. But let's take a look at one game in particular that I think is very interesting, and that's the 314 matchup. This one is 787, 788 on the betting board. You've got Kennesaw State. Give our ode to Lane Kiffin. Go Owls for Kennesaw State. Their first ever NCAA tournament appearance. And they're going to be facing off against Xavier, with Xavier being a favorite in the neighborhood of 11 to 11.5 points. This is one that the South Point, I was talking about some of these big line moves. They opened it up at 14. It has come down to 11.5, and, and I fully agree with the line movement that we have been seeing in this one. I set my number at 8.5. And, and I will say, keep in mind, I said at the beginning of the show, there is a 12, a 13, and a 14 seed that I advance in my bracket. Not all of them are necessarily teams I set as favorites. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink right there. But with Kennesaw State, I think that this is a very well-rounded team. And I think that for Xavier, out of all the top three seeds that we've got in this field, they're the most vulnerable. Xavier doesn't play a lot of defense. They're outside the top 150. In terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, they lose Zach Fremantle. They've got about the depth of a kiddie pool and that they can't go to their bench. I mean, if you have foul trouble with Xavier, I mean, it's doomsday for them. Now, they go up against a Kennesaw State team that they themselves are not going to be having anyone just bat down the hatches and give you a double-double. Brandon Stroud is really their top rebounder. He's able to give you right around six and a half rebounds per game. But I do take a look at this Kennesaw State team, and it's a well-put-together team. And I mean, this is one of the best coaching jobs and one of the best stories in America. Hopefully, you guys have been hearing about it because Kennesaw State was a one-win basketball team just three years ago. During the 2019-20 season, they won one game. Amir Abdul-Rahim has done absolute yeoman's work to turn this thing around. Went from one win to five wins. Five wins to 13. Now here they sit with 26 wins. They have built from within and you've seen a lot of guys take on a new role. The uh, gentleman that was their top scorer about two years ago, and Spencer Rogers, he's now pretty much their number five scorer. They've really found their form in the backcourt with Chris Youngblood along with Tyrell Burton. These two guys are going to give you a combined 28 points per game now. They might not be the heat-seeking missiles on offense. They're going to find with Kobe Jones along with Sule Boom. These two guys have been able to do a good job averaging 15-plus points per game for Xavier, they're very nice that Jeet suffers, but at the same time as well, it's a Kennesaw State team that they've got a lot of guys that they're very versatile. They're a whole square than some of its parts team and that uh, their top four scores, three of them, do give you at least 4.8 rebounds per game. You've got a lot of guys that they are willing to just play their role. They've done a nice job of being able to build from within while adding one or two guys via the transfer portal. Someone like a Quincy Amadoka who comes in from Temple. He's been a nice addition for this team. So I do take a look at this Kennesaw State team, and I think that they're very live. They're going up against a Xavier team that just honestly, I know that they were able to reach a Big East final, but they very nearly lost to DePaul in that Big East tournament as well. So, I mean, there is some vulnerability with this team. They can be had by good offenses, and if Xavier's not knocking down their shots, it's not great. You've got a guy in Jack Dungey 
who does a very solid job down low. He should be the best little post presence in this game. And Kennesaw State made themselves a little bit susceptible from three-point range. They are 232nd in the country and opponent's three-point shooting percentage. Xavier, 282nd. That's not good. That's not good at all. I do think that you've got a live dog here with Kennesaw State. I set this line more around 8.5, and, and I think that you're going to be able to get some points in this game. I did set my total at a 154.5. Right now, I'm seeing it anywhere between 150.5 and 151. Xavier, top 30 team in terms of total possessions per game. Kennesaw State, not like some team that's going to completely run it and gun it, but Kennesaw State, they're a little bit of an above-average tempo team as well. So I do think that you're going to be seeing plenty of possessions. So I'm going to be willing to ride with that over, and I'm going to be willing to back Kennesaw State in this spot. This is a line that is starting to move as I do this, as well as Baylor versus UC Santa Barbara, a team that I got to see up close and in person. Should be another interesting one as well, 795, 796 on the board. This is one that the South Point, they opened this up right around 11. Now they are sitting at 10.5, where I sit at Circa has actually moved this line to a 9.5. So we are seeing the seam come in on UC Santa Barbara, and I was up close in person looking at Santa Barbara, and the one redeeming quality that I am able to say for them is that UC Santa Barbara is giving up right around four points fewer per one earned possessions in a road slash shoot court environment rather than at home. But for UC Santa Barbara, I do think that they're going to be facing an uphill task going up against these guards. You do have someone in A.J. Mitch Mitchell that is able to be a really good scorer for UC Santa Barbara. But at the same time, for the Gauchos, this team just completely hit a rut with their defense in the month of February. They gave up 70-plus points in 8 out of 9 games, and that's out there in the Big West. Now you're expecting them to go up against a Baylor team that they've got all these options for three-point shooting. And I recognize that Baylor did take those back-to-back -back losses to Iowa State during the season, but Iowa State, a completely different animal on defense, a team that they do everything humanly possible to rip the ball away. You're not going to be facing any of that against UC Santa Barbara. Meanwhile, you've got Keontae George, who was dealing with a little bit of an injury. He should be back and relatively close to 100%. 16 points, four boards. He's able to shoot it well from three, but really the X factor. And the guy that you need to have be able to knock down shots for Baylor, in my opinion, is LJ Cryer. He's the number three scorer for the team. But what I've noticed from watching Baylor this year is that they really come and go with the offense of LJ Cryer, as he's been able to shoot Right around 42.5% from three. No doubt about it. Adam Flagler being able to do out the ball. That's very important as well. But with UC Santa Barbara, really, other than A.J. Mitchell in the backcourt, you don't necessarily have a great backcourt. Josh Pierre-Louis never has really been a guy that has impressed me. Nine and a half points, two and a half assists per contest. He does an okay job on defense, but it's not like he does a great job on defense. I think that the number of 11 that was opened up was the correct number, and yet we're seeing this number get pile-driven down. I think that we're seeing a lot of recency bias here with Baylor, and, I mean, you would think that with recency bias, that would also cause you to fade a little bit of UC Santa Barbara as well, but we're not seeing that as well. I got to see the team up close and in person, and they do have some nice size down low, but trying to go up against everyday John, Jonathan Chamachachua, I think is going to be very difficult as well. So Baylor, especially if you're able to get the 9.5 that I'm seeing at Circa right now, I think has a little bit of value as a favorite as well. And then this is one that does stand out to me as well. Is it's going to be a little bit of a rematch of a player that decided to transfer away from this school. As you've got Providence versus Kentucky. Top scorer for Providence in Bryce Hopkins was actually playing for Kentucky 
at this time last year. And with Kentucky, I do think that they're going to be able to overwhelm down low. We did not know whether or not Providence was going to be able to make the NCAA tournament. And we always talk about peaking in March with Kentucky. It's been a little bit up and down because we are seeing a little bit of better form of Kentucky. At the same time, they did lose that game to Vanderbilt. They actually lost a pair of games to Vanderbilt to end the season. But I do think that Oscar Sheboy is going to be too much for Providence to overcome. And Kentucky getting a little bit healthier in the backcourt. They were able to get C.J. Frederick back for the SEC tournament. I think that that is going to be incredibly important because that's a question mark that we've had with Kentucky. I said Kentucky is more of a five-point favorite. So that is certainly one that appeals to me. And we're going to go through more games of appeal in our number two of the Greg Peterson experience. And then in our number three, we're going through the bracket. That is right here on the Greg Peterson experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 